welcome to the Lord in Life Podcast. I'm your host, Samuel Gensler, and I have a question for you today. What are you scared of? What fears do you have? Today, we'll be discussing the topic of fear and evangelism, what we need to do to get past the fear and the four Vs. In the last episode, we talked about the three daily challenges that Christ gives us. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I encourage you to hit pause on this one and go back to episode one, The Daily Challenge, and give it a listen. However, if you just need a review, here you go. Jesus has called us to, one, humble ourselves daily. Number two, bear the weight of being a Christian. And number three, let Jesus change our lives. This episode piggybacks off of the fear we have of sharing the gospel. So without further ado, I present the second episode of the Lord in Life podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Lord in Life podcast. I have a question, and I know I said it in the intro, but what are you scared of? Throughout life, we face things we're scared of. We might have a fear of spiders or enclosed spaces or something else. Me, personally, I have a huge fear of heights. I hate them. I loathe heights. And that isn't just, you know, big roller coasters or flying. I do not like heights up to the point I don't like smaller roller coasters or ladders or anything really dealing with heights and me getting off the ground. However, a common fear among Christians that's shared is the fear of sharing the gospel. According to a study by Lifeway Research, 29% of churchgoers say that a Christian has shared with them come one-on-one about how to become a Christian. 29%. That is insane. Evangelism has been on the decline in the American church. More and more Christians push away sharing the gospel out of fear, thinking someone else will step up and do it. Many of us are scared. We have a fear of rejection, a fear of judgment, and a fear of being outcasted. There's this fear that exists that if we share the gospel, we will be hated and despised by our friends and family. If we share the gospel, we will lose whatever status we have. Instead of doing what God's commanded us to do, we sit back and relax out of fear. Let's take a look at some scripture that talks about a group that was scared. In Matthew 14, 22 through 29, it says, Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent the multitudes away, and when he had, well, while he sent, the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. This event of Peter and Jesus walking on water happened after the feeding of the 5,000. And now it was 5,000 men. We don't know who what the grand total was we could speculate however we do know that there were five thousand men in front that jesus fed from the five loaves of bread and two fish 
Jesus had instructed the disciples to get in, go and get into the boat and sail on the Sea of Galilee to the other side while he departed and prayed. This was a common thing that Jesus did. This wasn't anything like, whoa, what's going to happen? And Jesus commonly departed and prayed by himself. While the disciples were by themselves, a storm came out to the Sea of Galilee. And they kind of started getting worried. They were kind of anxious. But all of them knew that storms were a common thing for the Sea of Galilee. However, what is not common is someone walking on water. That's exactly what they saw, and they flipped out. They they started flipping out so bad that they it could have passed as a VBS director when there isn't enough volunteers. Verse 26 says that they cried out in fear over seeing someone walking on water. Mind you, all the disciples were men who were who were tough and willing to take on Roman soldiers. I mean, these were all big men. Most of them were big, strong men who had had a lot of fight and fight in them. <laughs> then Jesus essentially said, don't worry, guys, it's just me. Peter was like, yeah, okay. If you really are Jesus, command me to get out of the boat and walk on water with you. And that's where we start getting into it. While the wind was whipping and the waves were tossing the boat, with Jesus in the midst of the storm, walking on water, Peter stood up and asked Jesus to command them out of the boat and walk on the water with him. When Jesus said, come, Peter was compelled by Christ to get out of the boat, regardless of the risk. Peter got out of the boat, regardless of the dangers around him. Peter got out of the boat, disregarding the strong wind and the high waves. Peter stepped out in faith, knowing that Jesus had it. Jesus was in charge of the situation. Peter, in this instance, was willing to get out and follow Jesus, regardless of the risk to, to himself. This is a lesson that Christians can learn. When we may feel that sharing the gospel in a situation is not right because it seems risky, we need to rely on Christ. Jesus has called us to evangelize. Evangelism is not a recommendation. It was a command. Mark 16, 15 says, and this is Jesus telling his disciples, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is not a, hey, y'all should go do this. It would be really cool if you did, you know, go share the gospel thing. No, this was a, hey, y'all need to do this. Y'all need to go do this. Y'all need to go share the gospel. Since evangelism is a command, if we do not share the gospel, we are breaking God's law and sinning. In case you need a reminder, 67% of people in the United States identify with the Christian religion in the United States. Less than 90% of people believe that there is a God, according to a study this year. People are lost and looking for an answer. We, are, we as Christians are called to share the answer. There's a great question that is asked to Christians and people of other religions. This question requires a serious heart check. I'm going to ask you this question right now. Are you willing to die for your faith? I'll say that again. Are you willing to die for your faith? Are you willing to put your life at risk for Jesus? Dr. David Wheeler from Liberty University said this, a faith you are not willing to die for is a faith you're not willing to live for. That is such a strong statement, but also a true one. 
Open Doors USA estimates that over 1 million Christians have been martyred for their faith in just the 21st century. So from 2000 to now, over 1 million Christians have been martyred for their faith. They estimate about 100,000 Christians are killed around the world simply because they want to share the good news of the gospel. Those Christians were willing to die for their faith, but were also willing to live for it too. What you are willing to die for is what you're willing to live for. Your goals in life, what you're wanting to do before you die, reflects what your actions do and what your words say. What you are willing to die for, what you are willing to go out on a limb and achieve, is what you're willing to live for. Jesus has called Christians to a task, the task of sharing the gospel. Jesus called Peter out of the boat onto the water in the midst of the storm. Jesus may not call you out of a boat to walk on water, literally, but he has called you to something. You cannot change what you did yesterday. However, you can change what happens today and tomorrow and into the future. You make choices each and every day about how you're going to live. You can choose to follow God's calling for your life. I encourage you today to step out and fulfill God's calling for your life. I don't know what that looks like, but he does. Trust God. Sharing the gospel is nerve-wracking sometimes. However, the fear that we have inside of should not stop us from sharing the gospel. Fear is from the devil. That fear that you have from sharing the gospel is an attack from the devil trying to stop you from from doing God's work. Step out into the world, and instead of being part of the darkness of the world, be a light for Christ. Do not let anyone or anything stop you. Your time here on earth is limited. Share the gospel every opportunity you get. Again, I'm going to ask the question, what are you willing to die for? Because a faith you're not willing to die for is a faith you're not willing to live for. When you're out sharing the gospel or trying to steer conversations a certain way, you don't have to be scared because most of the time, as long as you have a frame of the gospel, the Holy Spirit will take it away. And most, and I can say this from personal whole experience, most of the time you won't even remember what you said because the Holy Spirit guided your words to sharing the gospel with that person. A great a great strategy in sharing the gospel is what I call the four V's. The four V's are this. Be vulnerable, be visual, be verbal, and be viable. This is a great way to look at sharing the gospel with someone. Before we go any deeper into the four V's, I want you to think of a friend who does not know Jesus. You can pause this if you want, but once you got a person in mind, picture them throughout this section. So let's go ahead and take a look at the four V's. Being vulnerable means to give your life to Christ, all of it, not just some parts, but all of it. Confess everything to him. If you're not willing to be vulnerable with the all-knowing God who already knows what's happening in your life, then you're not going to be vulnerable with sharing the gospel or your testimony or any other aspect of your life. You have to be vulnerable with Christ in order to be vulnerable with people. Being vulnerable doesn't mean that you're going to be taken advantage of. 
of no being vulnerable just means that you're willing to put your heart on the line and say hey here's what's happening and here's my testimony i'm not ashamed of it but here's how christ has saved me out of it if you are able to be vulnerable with god and with people sharing the gospel is going to be a whole lot better being visual means to serve people show the person you're trying to witness to that you care about them if you're going to try to share the message that christ loves people and you're treating everyone horribly no one's going to take you seriously look for the opportunities to serve others whether that's something as small as getting them some candy that they love or because they're down or going to lunch with them and or being a listening ear no matter what you do let it reflect what christ would do you have to serve the person in order to show that you care about them and that you love them because they're not going to listen to the message of love if you're not showing them love being verbal means sharing the gospel how will you ever share the gospel if you do not talk about it 99.9 percent of the time your friend will not walk up to you and go hey you have Jesus, right? Can you tell me how to receive Jesus? Can you tell me about this gift of eternal life? 99% of the time, that will not happen. It will almost never happen. You have to engage in conversations to share the gospel. You don't just have to walk up to the person and be like, hey, let's talk about Jesus. You could do that, but most of the time, it'll end up being an awkward conversation, and they'll probably not listen. However, if you steer the conversation towards the gospel, be less awkward now every situation is different but normally you can steer a conversation towards the gospel when your friend brings up a little a little something a little deeper like death or human nature that's when you can start gearing the conversation towards jesus another strategy is to ask questions you know ask general questions and then move in deeper for example let's pretend that your friend's a mechanic you know you ask him how was work today you know Oh, it was good, you know. Did you fix any problems on cars, you know? Um, did you fix any, any, anything on cars? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like how you fixed that car, Jesus has fixed, has fixed us from being in our sin. And boom, that's where you're able to lay out the gospel. And finally, the last B is be viable. Being viable means to live out the gospel. Show that the gospel has truly changed you. If you say that it will, if the gospel will change someone's life, however, it's not changed yours, then there's a problem. First off, there's a problem if the gospel hasn't changed your life. And second, if you're trying to witness to a person, and the person that you're trying to witness to, and you're just the same person over that, you know, there's no change, you're not acting like anyone different, then they'll think that you're a hypocrite. The four V's, the four V's are a great strategy for sharing the gospel. They're one of the many strategies out there to share the gospel. Other ones that you can do research into is Dare to Share's Cause Circle, which consists of prayer, care, and share. First off, you pray for the person and then you're wanting to share the gospel with. That's the easiest step. You're just able to pray for the person independently that doesn't require talking to them or engaging with them all it takes is you to pray that God will open their hearts and give you the words to share eventually 
and then you have the care part, which is kind of like our for for being visual, where you show the person that you care about them, show them the the love of Christ, and then finally share, which is share the gospel. Or you could check out the three circle strategy from the North American Mission Board, heard which. Let me look it up real quick. I don't have this one on hand because it's not one that I normally use, but it um here we go. It's a strategy for sharing the gospel. Um it's God's design in for us and then we sin and then our brokenness is we're broken but we repent and believe into the gospel then we recover and pursue God's design that's that's what the three circles are not as familiar with that one but it is a strategy but there are a lot more resources out there and strategies for sharing the gospel as we wrap up today here's what I want you to take away number one what are you willing to die for number two Are you willing to share the gospel regardless of the risk? And three, in sharing the gospel, be sure to be vulnerable, visual, visual, verbal, and viable. Thank you for joining me today on the Lord and Life podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a review or recommending us to friends and follow us on Instagram at the Lord and Life podcast. I hope that you were challenged today by today's episode. I want to give a special thanks to Dr. David Wheeler from Liberty University for inspiring this episode. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Sam Gensler. See you next time on the Lord and Life Podcast.